1: Welcome back, hey guys! It's that time of year. Even here in Texas, it's finally getting cold again, which is kind of a shock, considering how hot it is most of the year. But so, guys, we're going to be drilling down, and we're going to be talking to you about the survival plan. And on Premier Coaching, there's a lot of different plans depending on your different, you know, your your immediate needs. When you become a, a Premier Coaching member, you will discover that there's probably, I mean, honestly, Premier Coaching after this many years has become Really, the de facto backbone for some of the most successful agents in the country as far as their, as far as you know basically how to build their real estate practices and lead generations and there's sections on there about you know really everything you could possibly imagine. well, sometimes people join premier coaching and they're in a situation where they 're backed up into a corner, and we see a lot of those this time of year, unfortunately, because a lot of you guys maybe just discovered the podcast or maybe you 've been listening to the podcast for a long time. But you were, like most agents, still addicted to the easy button things, and you didn't do what you didn't want to do when you didn't want to do it at the highest level. And now you're looking down the barrel at the end of the year, and financially things aren't what you expected them to be, and you know, you're know you wanting to finally turn a, turn a corner, and you don't want to have to struggle. You don't have to live in fear of whether or not you're going to actually make it in real estate. Well, that's really what the survival plan is all about. The survival plan is something that's when if you were to enroll in Premier Coaching today and you'd say enough is enough, I finally want some direction. I want to follow one course until successful. I'm done doing the hit and miss and the gimmicky stuff on Facebook and the all the you know BS that's out there. I'm done with all that. I'm actually really finally willing to put in the time, become a, the best version of a salesperson I can be, and really build a very successful profitable real estate practice. If that's you, you're ready for Premier Coaching. If you're one of these people that's looking for, you know, quick easy buttons and look, just sell me a lead and every time someone offers to sell you a lead, you're all over it and you think buying buyer leads is the way to build your business and if you think you need to have a, you know, big, you know, pretty brand and all this other Mickey Mouse, if you believe that's going to build your real estate business, well, you're not ready for us. That's just the truth. Because you're still searching and hoping and praying that you're going to discover some easy button thing. You're still looking for the things that don't require you to be uncomfortable. That's not what we're all about. And we'll never be all about that because if we tell you that stuff works, knowing that it doesn't, you you won't survive. That's the problem ultimately. As people get into real estate, they don't have huge amounts, vast sums of money set aside to build their real estate businesses. They're not like, you know, Zillow or some of these other companies that never make a profit, they just can operate forever without ever you need to make a profit immediately or you're out of business and you didn't get into real estate to build a non profit business right I assume you didn't, and many of you don't track that many of you don't know that you're running essentially businesses with single digit margins in other words, you know you make a hundred grand and you're you're barely making maybe ten percent or fifteen percent net off that you just when you, when you run your business the wrong way, you're not going to make any money. That shouldn't surprise you. In real estate, most of the ways that agents are running their businesses are really the wrong way. And yes, I am saying there is a right way and a wrong way. That's something that people are afraid to tell you. They don't want to tell you the truth. They want to say that you can build your real estate business around your moods and around your you know, artistic this and your, you know, your values. And you know, not really. I mean, a business guy is at the end of the day, if you cut through all the bullshit, you don't have a business unless you're making profit and profits what you then take from the business and then you reinvest that and you can become rich and rich is where your money works for you and you you no longer have to work for your money. So if you wanna get to that end zone as fast as humanly possible where you are rich, where your money's working for you and you no longer have to work for your money, please don't be conflicted about that word by the way, rich, don't be conflicted about it. It's just all it is at the end of the day. It's financial freedom which gives you the freedom to you know really a whole bunch of other things open up when you no longer have to worry about money. Or it's not just an omnipresent thing in your life, right? Hopefully, you guys will listen to what I'm saying and you'll experience that. Well, you can't do that. You will never achieve any sort of financial independence if you're in this constant hamster ball of buying leads, of you know, following all these, this you know, advice. I'm trying to tether myself from saying <laughs> what I really think about some of the I, people out there. I can hear you choking there. on your words. I know I am choky. I am because I don't want to. I don't want to offend anybody because that's always what happens when I actually say what I really think about some of the other gurus and coaches out there. You know, it, it always comes back to bite me. So I'm not, I'm going to hold myself back, and I'm just going to tell you guys this. Here's the bottom line: there there might be different ways. If you were a mountain climber, let's say, and you're trying to climb Mount Everest, and you know you go and uh, you you hire your sherpas, right? The sherpas are those guys that live there at the base of the mountain to help you get to the top and carry your your luggage, and they'll show you the ways to avoid all the uh, the pitfalls and the places where you might, frankly, freeze to death or fall off. The, you know, you guys get the point. So these guys know what they're doing. But what a lot of you do, uh, it, and this is they do this actually, oddly enough, a lot of people do this when they're going to Mount Everest too. They'll say, you know what, Mr. Sherpa, I get it. I get it. You know how to get to the top. You're going to show me the quickest, easiest, if there is such a thing, climbing Mount Everest. You're going to help me get up there. You're going to risk your life, too. But we're going to be doing this together. But you know what? Uh -uh, I ain't doing that. No. I know you know what you're doing. I know what you – I get it, but I'm not going to do it. I'm going to do my own path. Oh, yeah. I'm going to choose a path no one's ever done before. Oh, even better yet. I'm going to choose a little bit of this path, a little bit of that path. I'm going to listen to what this person says and that person says, and then I'm going to go on Facebook, and then I'm going to go with you know all these other things, and I'm going to patchwork quilt. That's right. I'm going to to patchwork quilt my own plan, because I was told real being in business is about your creative expression, because I want to you know fulfill this vision I have myself of being some sort of mythical Steve Jobs type entrepreneur, and all this ego shit creeps in, guys, and when that happens. And people will seduce you to think like that till the cows come home, because every turn of the road they're going to try to sell you something. Oh, you need your branding. Oh, you need to be buying a you know fancy expensive CRM that you never really use. Oh, you need to be doing a whole bunch of you know Instagramming and hashtagging, and you need to be you know become a video star. You need to become an Instagram star. You need to all this crap. All they're doing is placating your ego. Do they ever tell you what we tell you? Do they ever say, you know, hey, Bob, (laughs) look, all that stuff, it's fun. I get it. I get it. It's fun. But here's what you really need to do. And by the way, when you do what you really need to do, if your goal is to build a very profitable, successful, long-term real estate practice, if that's truly your goal, it's going to suck for you for longer than you want it to. Yep. No one tells you that except Julie and I. Isn't that interesting? Have you guys ever thought about that? Why is it that everyone wants to just please you? It's because they want to sell you crap that you don't need. That's why. Come on, people. You know this intuitively is true. How many people, how many people join a gym in January and they are totally and completely not going for it? They'll go January, February, and then they're out. I'll tell you the answer to that, a lot, <laughs> like most people. I'm going to lose 20 pounds where it's really you need to lose 30 or 40 pounds, but whatever, we'll, you know, that's your own issue. But I'm going to lose this weight, and I'm going to start going to the gym, and for the net, you know, last quarter of 2000 and whatever year we're in, I'm going to pig out, and I'm going to, okay, got it, got it. You're going to procrastinate until the following year, and you think that somehow miraculously you're going to find what you don't have now. In other words, you're going to find the gumption to get your butt on the treadmill. Something That's going to miraculously happen January 1st. Like January 1st, somehow you're going to be a, nope, you're just, you won't do it. And then, you know, January will become, oh, you know what, I'm going to start it in the spring. You know what, June 1st, for sure, June 1st. And then June, you guys get the point, and then you never do it. And that's what everyone does. That's what people do with their finances. They do with their health. They do with their just everything, you know. And so what I'm telling you, and I I don't want you to be – don't be offended by this, but also don't be unclear. There really is only one way to build a successful real estate practice. And we define success, and hopefully you do as well, as a profitable real estate practice, a business where you actually make lots of profit. Like when you get a $10,000 commission check – maybe a 1000 goes to overhead, and the rest goes into your pocket. And then with that pocket, you can pay off debts, you can invest, you can you know, spoil your family. Isn't that the reason you originally got into real estate? You didn't originally get into real estate because you wanted to build some sexy brand, did you? You didn't get into real estate because you wanted to build a team, did you? That's all the crap that came at you after you got your license. You didn't even know about that crap. But oh my gosh, everyone's telling me I'm supposed to be doing all this stuff. They must be right. They are right. You can build a real estate business that churns units if you do that eventually, maybe, probably, but it's not going to make much profit. And if your goal is to make profit, actual money in your pocket that you can spend (laughs) on you and on buying investment properties and having a really fantastic life, if that's your goal, there really is only one way to do it. If your goal is to basically have your business be like essentially a blank canvas and you know, you're going to take all your creative ideas and you're going to prove to the world that you have some sort of you know, incredible entrepreneurial thing and you know, all the rest of it. If that's what your idea of forming a successful business is, you will fail 99% of the time because you do not have your head screwed on straight about the purpose of the business. So those of you listening to part two today, what we're going to be talking to you about is sort of the things that you should have been doing in the first place. Julie's going to be telling you straight up the things you should have been doing in the first place that you haven't done. And if you're new in the business or you're thinking about getting into the business or if you're having a good year, which you know a lot of you are, and you want to continue having a good year and you're looking for direction over the next you know, 60 to 90 days, because I get that this is the hardest time of year to be focused on real estate. I get it. Do it anyway. This is your plan. This is the thing that will always keep you focused on, um, you know, on ultimately what your goals should be your goal should be, guys, to run a very profitable 90% margin business, where you know again you earn ten thousand, you make 90% of that, or maybe worst case scenario 80% if you start hiring assistants because you're doing more units. With that money, you save it, you pay your house off, you go to Europe, you go to Iceland, you go to Japan, you you know you fund up your kids' 529s, you do all these other things, but that's going to require your willingness to do what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level. And I promise you, outside of our organization, you will find very, very few other people that are actually willing to do that as well because all of them are going to be seduced by some you know, dancing stage idiot who's going to tell you that your goal should be, you know, somehow your universe is going to manifest for you all the things that you want in life without actually having to work for it. Guys, intuitively, you must see the stuff for what it is. If that stuff worked, you would have already achieved more success already. You, if that stuff worked, there wouldn't be such an incredibly high failure rate in real estate. Oh, by the way, this is also true for small business in general. People you know, across the board, always avoid the real work. So I want you to really be introspective and make yourself uncomfortable. and you know, if Julie and I Strike Accord, we've got thousands of past podcasts that you can listen to. Just go to iTunes. You know, go to Stitcher. They're everywhere. You can go to timandjulieharris.com, click on the podcast button. By the way, I really would appreciate it if you're on iTunes, because I know obviously tens of thousands of you listen every day, and I know most of you listen on your mobile phones, and most of you listen off iTunes. Would you please give us a five-star review? Don't give us a stupid, you know, loser three-star or four-star review. Give us a five-star review. That helps us get the word out. So we can get back to focusing on, in this industry, what matters most, which is frankly being of service to other people and uh, real estate practitioners, you guys, boots on the grounds, agents who are doing the real work. It's not about the tech companies, guys. It's not about the brokerages. It's not about you know, some big company that's buying other co- Who gives a rat's ass about that? At the end of the day, this industry is dependent on you folks, working directly with buyers and sellers, knowing how to help people solve problems. All the rest of this stuff is just noise. That's the bottom line. Julie, any thoughts? And you want to finish out your point? Yeah,
2: well, you make an excellent point, especially this time of year. It's funny. Usually right about now is when they start hearing stuff from potential sellers, I want to wait till after the holidays, I want to wait till spring, whatever. And then all it takes is their broker, office manager, some random agent walking by their desk saying, oh, yeah, it's always slow this time of year. Things aren't going to pick up until spring. And there you go. Yep. Nobody's going to start anything until at least January 1st which is, you know, you use the weight loss example. And, of course, that's the same date they're going to start prospecting and calling their past clients for real. It's the same date that they're going to finally get really great at their lead follow-up. So, you know, that's why we're rolling out, re-rolling out this survival plan idea uh, with specific actionable points. If you're one of my premier coaching members, this is not just posted for you as the actual plan, but you have coaching calls that go with it. You've got accountability that goes with it. This is the time to implement it. I don't care if you're the only car in the parking lot. You probably are. Like if you live in Austin right now, yesterday, 90 degrees. Today, right now, it's 43 and raining cats and dogs. When I took Mm -hmm. Zoe to school this morning, I was just about the only car other than other moms doing the same thing and clearly people who had jobs to be at. But if you didn't have to be out, there's no way you were going to be out. Okay. So I get that. You add nasty weather to it. You guys don't feel like getting out there. It's kind of dark outside. Work when other people are not working, and you will have the listings and the sales that they're not going to get because they already wrote off the rest of the year. That's a fact, Tim. You and I used to do this. We'd work our butts off fourth quarter, right up until the week before Christmas. Sometimes well, even during that week. Well, somebody told us to
1: do that, though. Yeah. I mean, you, you yeah. and I didn't figure that out. We, Julie and I were involved in Howard Britain back in the 90s. We were Howard Britain stars. And I remember uh, one of the stars, someone selling like a bazillions of houses, they said what exactly the fourth quarter is really all about. It's not about kicking your feet back and, you know, gaining weight. And it's about really drilling down. And I remember actually it was another Howard Star, Julie, that told us that they started their fiscal year. Okay, guys, that's essentially, you know, when your business officially starts and restarts. They didn't wait until January. They did it in August. And I thought that was interesting. And it was because – They had their peak sales month in August, so they figured that they would start with momentum and end with momentum, you know, opposed to doing it in January. It was just a a psychological trick, but this is the reason that starting last month, we were telling you guys to start your new year, mentally anyway. You know, don't wait till January, Julie brought up the gym, to go to Orange Theory or whatever. Don't wait to change your diet. Don't wait to – actually join premier coaching we look if you guys want to wait until january to join premier coaching that's fine it's always one of our best months of the year but i'd really think for your own sake truthfully you need to start now because if you if you wait until january what's going to happen is you're going to you know do what you normally do and you're going to wait too long and it's going to be probably march until you actually start getting any benefit from it you might join you're going to go to a couple classes do a couple things you're going to you know do what you do every year at the start of the year, which is taking too long to get started, and then you're going to start in March. Maybe late February you'll start drilling down, and you're not going to get the benefits of any of your effort until like June or July. And at that point, the year's half over because you should have started the fourth quarter of the previous year, which is now. So guys, just please take this seriously. If you're even mildly serious about your business, if, look, maybe you're not, right? Maybe, maybe you're just somebody that's kind of just screwing around. Well, here's for the screw arounders. Why don't you make it so that you can only you only have to work maybe from January through uh, through like June of next year? I have had coaching clients, I probably over the years. I probably had 50 coaching clients, and who had these wonderful lifestyles where they would basically hire you know us to coach them. Usually one on one personal, and Julie and I schedule they would hire us to grind them to make them do what they didn't want to do and they didn't want to do it and they'd hire us for 3 or 4 months of the year usually starting this time of year into the you know early spring and then they would take enough listings by then that they didn't have to work the rest of the year then they would have usually typically an admin that would handle their business and they would travel i don't know about you but that does not suck you know one of them wasn't i'm just remembering off the top of my head you know all these guys were blessed with high sale prices too you know, I say guys, it could have been a gal as well. But you get the concept here. So you need to seriously drill down now and treat this business like it's supposed to be treated and make yourself the best version of you as a salesperson. Julie, we've got about 10 minutes left. I know yep, that um, we're, we're, we're going to post this on uh, timandjulieharris.com. But those of you who are in Premier Coaching already, you definitely want to drill down on this. Log in. We have hours of in-depth training on all these topics that will help you. know, Julie says, you know, do an open house, point number three. But there's no, on Premier Coaching, you get a very specific, easy to follow, easy to understand open house plan. Or, you know, maybe that's too, you think it's too basic for you. Well, you read the plan, you're going to realize you're screwing up open houses, and that's the reason it doesn't work for you. Um, so, guys, look, moral of the story is take action now. If there's, it, Here's what you need to do. This is your homework fr- from today's podcast. I want you to go to freecoachingcallsforagents.com. And I want you to click on that new button that says speak to a new member coach now. Click on that button, speak to one of our coaches now, enroll in Premier Coaching, and then get started. Do not wait until January. All right, Julie, I'll do my best to keep my mouth shut for the next ten minutes. Go for it.
2: And we presented the first few of these points uh, on the last podcast we did, so I'm not going to rehash them. We're going to start where we left off. You mentioned open houses. If you're a premier coaching member, what you're looking for on the website, it says how to monetize an open house, not to just, quote, sit an open house. It always cracks me up that agents will say, I went and sat an open house. I mean, just that sentence sounds lazy to me, but I won't go down that rabbit hole. Okay. So point number five, right? I just sat an open house. Well, I wonder why I didn't get results. All right, number four, follow up on 100% of your existing leads new, old, questionable, doesn't matter what the source was, call, yes, I said call, not text, not email, all of them back and ask for an appointment if they're not already working with someone and they have the right motivation. Never end the day. And this is something you should live by, whether you're in a survival plan or not, whether you're working a fourth quarter 90-day massive action plan, this is just a lifestyle thing for profitable agents. Never, ever end the day from this point forward without following up on 100% of your leads. This includes, again, internet leads, direct referrals, sign calls, ad calls. Doesn't matter what kind they are. If you're calling them a lead, you need to have the conversation. By the way, in Premier Coaching, we do, of course, have lead follow up scripts. Point number five, and here's where some of you guys are going to come up with the excuses call 100% of expired listings in the areas you work. I do not mean in the three blocks around your office, I mean in the big enough area that you actually capture expireds in your MLS searches. Call new expireds, 30 day old, 60 day old, 90 day old expireds. Some of you guys are calling up to two year old expireds because you can actually probably achieve the price they tried to get two years ago. Depends on the market of course. Door knock the best ones. This should amount to a a minimum of five contacts daily between new contacts and expired follow-ups, which will start to pile up on you when you do this daily. So maybe you didn't have that many expired today, but because you've been doing this for two weeks straight, you've got a really big list of expireds that have not relisted, have not sold, who are talking with you. Those count as part of your five expired contacts per day. Remember, a contact is a conversation with a decision-making adult about selling real estate. Now, many of you who have taken this seriously in the past have built what we call BPO cash flow companies. You can register with our recommended BPO companies. A BPO is a broker price opinion. This is where you get paid for doing CMAs, essentially. Um, so this can pay for your gas money, grocery. <coughs> excuse me, grocery money. Um, many of our clients pay their basic mo- monthly overhead by doing BPOs. So. Don't think of them as you know 50 bucks a piece. When you do them in batches, you absolutely can get four, five, six thousand dollars a month coming in. And while you're doing it, I, I think it's a brilliant way to become a better pricer. Get paid for doing CMAs. All right. Then we have companies. Point number seven: companies like AgentMachine.com, AgentPronto.com. These are referral fee companies. This is different than quote buying leads. You pay. Uh, Upnest up is one. Uh, dot com. You pay when it closes. Some of them have some sign-up fees and some training you have to do. But this is a nice supplement for you to be capturing some of those referrals. Now, point number eight: Assuming you have listing, uh, existing listing inventory. And in some cases, even if you don't, we talk about it much more in-depth in Premier Coaching. But let's say that you're sitting there with at least five listings. Sign up with one 800 home and implement that on all listings. It's 37 bucks a month. You will turn your signs into a lead generation machine. And we've done a podcast in the past. It was called How to Hot Ride Your Real Estate Sign. This was just part of it. It's a lead capture system, one 800 home and it's, you know, the survival plan I said was cheaper free. 37 bucks a month is pretty inexpensive for what it creates. All right. Now, you can, and this is not an all-month project. This is a one-afternoon. Point number nine, create a simple flyer asking other agents for referrals of their overflow buyer leads uh, or any other opportunities that they are too busy to handle. Distribute that to the agents in your office and surrounding offices regardless of the brokerage. Your bigger agents, your bigger listing agents, your more grizzled veterans, many times they are not going to take every buyer lead. Some of them are appropriate for you to be working. Some of them aren't. But how many do you need? Let's say that you got two referrals from other agents you know, once a month. How, that's 24 deals. Yeah, you've got to pay some referral fees on it. But remember, this is to jumpstart your income, your profit, your cash flow. Get it going. None of this is hard. Now, on your existing listings, price reduce by 5% every two weeks or 10 showings until they sell. That's right, two weeks or 10 showings until they sell. Point number 11 is easy. Get help if you have anything that's out of your wheelhouse. That might be short sales, it might be probate. If it's, if it's not closing because you're not sure what to do with it, that's when you come to coaching. We do a lot of that type of thing on our daily coaching call. Point number 12, because I'm going to get through these points, Print this plan and use it whenever you feel nervous about where your next check is coming from. So, again, this isn't just for newbies. It's any time that you're feeling a financial crunch. And my favorite point, number 13, lather, rinse, and repeat until you have at least what this plan promised you. Starting our discussion uh, on a previous podcast, remember we said you should have at least three active buyers, three new listings, three pendings, and three closed transactions. When, not if, when you follow all 13 of these points, and you also apply the rules that we talked about, like actually following the plan, don't just dabble with it, don't pick and choose a few of the points, do all of it, don't try and reinvent the list. When you actually follow exactly what we laid out, you'll get at least three buyers, three listings, three sales, three closings. There's no way you won't. When you really drill down and you take this very seriously, you know, do what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it, but most importantly at the highest level, like you don't just pick – one or two expireds because you kind of like the floor plan. You're going after all the expireds, for example, when you do it right. I mean, you could have three buyers and two listing appointments like by Friday. Some of you guys for make real? it too hard. I, you know, it's, you I, I still maintain it's harder to fight it than to do it. Back to you and I have to go to Premier.
1: Yeah, sure. Thanks, Julie. Great notes. So, guys, really, that's the bottom line, what she just said. It's actually easier psychologically to do the work than not do the work. I'll prove it to you, okay? Just bear with me. Let's say you have on your things to do um, some very specific things, and these things have been on your list for like, you know, they're important. Some of them are important-ish, but they've been on that damn list for forever. The fact that you've had these things on your list to do, and you haven't gotten them done, how do you feel about that, right? How does that actually feel to have those things still lingering in your life, still taking up clutter in your brain, or if you're like me, you, you know, are a perpetual list maker, you know? What is it that you are paying, the price you're paying for not getting things done? Now, if you've listened to us, and you've listened to more than a couple shows, you know what we're all about. We're about delivering to you guys the best actionable, really, you know, hopefully you all agree, valuable content that will put you in a position to help others and make money. We are very clear that we're tactical and practical. We're not going to waste time on all the other things that people talk about that just essentially cause you to circle the toilet bowl and never get anywhere, right? So we're not going to spend a lot of time talking about mindset and, you know, just all this other hocus-pocus, woo-woo, touchy-feely, you know, That stuff, I'm not going to do it because that is where you guys are wasting too much of your time. We're going to focus you on the things that are going to get you into action because here's the magical thing that happens. And this is the point of the 90-day or of the survival plan, right? This is the point is to get you into action. Your mindset changes when you're in action. So I never feel like going to Orange Theory. I mean, just thinking about it now, I just, ugh, yuck, I don't want to go, going to go. And I'll tell you how long it'll take. It's an hour-long workout. It'll take me on the treadmill probably 15 minutes, maybe 20. And I've, Jules and I have been doing it consistently three to four days a week for the last more than a year now. Never like going. Never like doing it. But it'll be on the treadmill. I'll be on the treadmill for 15 or 20 minutes, and then I'm going to start feel like doing it. And that's exactly how prospecting was for Julie and I when we sold real estate. It was the same thing. It was the same anguish, the same, oh, I've got to organize my desk. Got to make sure, oh, no, I'm not going to just use Tim and Julie's script. I'm going to make my own because I'm a masterful script creator. No, that's bullshit. You're just looking for a reason to procrastinate because if you're going to put together your own script because somehow even though you've never sold Jack in your life, you're an expert at it. You guys realize how silly that is? when you think like that all you're doing is trying to procrastinate because then you're going to spend you know weeks looking for little tidbits of scripts here and there i stole this from tim and julie got this from another source this and i've got this masterful okay i finally got my script together and then when it doesn't work you're going to say well i gotta change my script some more Got all you're doing is procrastinating that's what you're doing you're just procrastinating you're screwing around so you always have an excuse not to do what you don't want to do, and you don't want to do at the highest level. You know what? I knew. No, I need to. Uh, you know, join a gym. But there's CrossFit, there's Orange Theory, there's yoga, there's Pilates, there's whatever. All these different things. So I'm going to go and research them all, and I'm going to check them all out. I'm going to interview. I'm a, no, no, no. Not if you're truly wanting to get results. If you're truly wanting to get results, go back and tap that chirp on the shoulder and say, okay, look, look, dude. I know that you know how to get my butt up there as fast as possible to the top of Everest, where it greatly increases my likelihood of success. I'm just going to listen to you, and I'm going to do it because I can see that you have a long-term track record of helping other people having done the same thing. Stop looking at business as your your source of creative expression. Don't look at the romanticized version of owning your own business as being a fact, guys. That's where you lose yourselves. You can be creative. And you can start worrying about all these other sort of flights of fancy after you are making real money, after you have listings. But here's what will happen, is you're going to get to the point where you have listings and you're making real money, and you're going to come across that email or somebody calling you saying, hey, let's create your lead capture website, or hey, let's do your branding, or let's do all these other things you guys waste money and time on. And you're going to say, no, I don't think so, bro. I got it figured out. I'm doing – what I didn't want to do when I didn't want to do at the highest level, and I've got momentum. I don't need you, click. Versus how you act now. Isn't it interesting? So look guys, we're gonna end this for you. We're never gonna tell you something that we don't sincerely believe to be true. We're not gonna expose you to an idea for our for our own betterment, as what you know, when you as you should, you should be skeptical when you hear something from somebody. You should wonder whether or not they have a hidden agenda with telling you what it is. We are going to always tell you what you don't want to hear when you don't want to hear it at the highest level. We are going to do our best to convince you to do it because we're positive that's what's going to get you the result that all of you truly want. Those of you who are newish in the business, do not have your brains washed about all this other sort of stuff. See it for what it is. This business is the greatest blessing or the greatest curse. It just depends on which approach you take. If you need us for anything, guys, it's Tim at or Julie at Premier Coaching members, download this plan. Put it into action. Even if you're having your best year ever, this will be your North Star into new year, into the new year so you can keep working. Don't slow down. I know it's tempting, but don't do it. Have a fantastic, fantastic day, guys. We'll talk to you on the show tomorrow.
0: This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris, Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs,